0: Welcome to the Own Your Time podcast. Today's episode is a very special one. We're going to start talking about the things that I'm currently struggling with, and I'm just going to live time, try to figure it out, ask myself some good questions, and you're going to get to see how I try to solve the issues that I'm going through, and also I think it'll be a cool look back in time in the future to see you know, some of the things that I was struggling with in the moment. So what am I struggling with right now? Right now I'm struggling with trying to hire employees, delegate tasks, and move myself out of the out of every single operation essentially having the trust and faith to delegate to other people and understanding that everyone's uniquely talented at certain things and that I'm not the best at everything and that I don't necessarily know how to do everything the best either and it's okay that that's the truth so diminishing my ego has been you know I think it's a lifetime process but it's really seems to be the solution to making having success and then not ruining it right so most people you see are successful and they seem to have these large egos, but I'm reading this book right now by Ryan Holiday. I highly suggest everyone reads it. It's called The Ego is the Enemy or Your Ego is the Enemy, something along those lines. And it talks a lot about how ego isn't required for success. We see these big personalities that are successful and we start to think that they're successful because of their ego, but they're actually successful in spite of their ego. So oftentimes you'll see that the thing is their big um, arrogance, it actually blinds them from being able to improve and i noticed that i was seeing that in myself in a smaller way but still in a way nonetheless and something that i had to address and to look at which was when you start to get somewhat good at something at times there's a voice that slips in that thinks you don't need to know anything else or not even that you just start to stop you just stop looking for ways to improve you stop seeing your um insufficient areas you start to think that you know you start to kind of paint a picture of yourself and you tell yourself this story and, and it's not necessarily true And after reading this book, I realized that my underwriting is not as good as it could be. I need to focus on that and not to tell myself that I'm, you know, not a details person or not numerical or something crazy like that, because it's not even true. You can develop that skill. And that's something I've shied away at as I've gotten better at raising capital and communicating. I have started to kind of tell myself that I'm just someone who raises capital, and that's not necessarily true. I'm also very detail-oriented, and everyone can be detail-oriented. There's no special kind of person. So right now, the two books that have really been influencing my growth has been the book grit by angela duckworth i think that everyone needs to read that book as well it talks about the fixed mindset um and the uh, and the growth mindset of, of carol dweck who wrote a book called mindset that again is another great book but essentially it talks about how intelligence isn't a fixed trait you don't come into the world with a certain intelligence and then you kind of are stuck that way or you can't get any smarter and there's there's no fixed, there's no fixed immovableness about any trait, and people try to say that successful people are talented, but they just see the end result and they try to um, work backwards and re and like reverse engineer that success. But that's not really true. They're talented because of all the work behind the scenes, and no one is special. Essentially, it's all developed, and it talks about how to develop grit, which is the um, basically perseverance on one thing for an extended period of time. Because that's what successful people do. They just focus on one object and they persevere and they persist and they continue to improve and they try to look at these things um, objectively. And then luckily I've been reading this book, The Enemy, Your Enemy is the Ego or something along those lines by Ryan Holiday at the same time. And it kind of fits perfectly because Grit talks about the fact that you have to persist in one area and focus and be gritty, but it doesn't necessarily talk about the mindset required to fully do that in all aspects. And this book is starting to show you that the way that you continue to improve it, the thing you've been doing for a while, and the thing that you're maybe even successful in is by having a limited view on yourself, not not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. So starting to focus more on the people that you're trying to help and to look at yourself in a normal balanced way, not to listen to the hype. Not You're never as good as they say you are and you're never as bad as they say you are either. That's another quote that I've been thinking about quite a bit lately. It's, it's just to stay grounded and to be able to look at yourself in not attach so much of your self-value in your work. So if you're not very good at underwriting, um, not telling yourself that that would make you a, a negative person if you weren't at underwriting right it would just mean to that you would need to improve and not to take it personally in any way and also it, it would mean that it's possible for you to improve and i think that's a big key of it is that it is possible for you to improve just as possible it is for anyone else some people may enjoy it more sure and they might be inclined to do it more but if you force yourself to do it just as much as someone who's inclined to do it you will get the same result as them it may not be as effortless for you to actually sit down and start because you maybe don't enjoy it as much as someone who naturally does but ultimately, if you put the same amount of man hours into it, you will get the same results. And that's something that's, that's a really hard belief to um, fully instill in some sense because especially for someone like myself who grew up in the athletic community playing sports, at times in athletics, that rule is somewhat broken in some senses because some people are just physically more um, dominant than others, which is unfortunate in sports. So that metaphor doesn't fully transfer in some ways, but it also does transfer in some senses. She has a formula where it says... Um, It's something along the lines of like effort or talent times effort equals success. And then something along the lines of like success equals essentially effort factors in a magnitude of two and talent factors in a magnitude of one. So if you work harder than someone who's slightly more talented than you, then you will end up outpacing them in the long term. So it does actually come down to effort, although they have a a better head start. But if if they work as hard as you and they're more talented in a thing like sports, then they will end up being better than you, but it's very rare that someone who is extremely talented is able to diminish their ego in the way that this second book is talking about. So I think that this is a great combo of books to read because really the superpower is being able to continue to realize you need to improve and then doing so. And doing so for a long period of time, no matter what your external success looks like. Continuing to define your success by really being good at your craft and benefiting the world with your craft. And so that brings me to the whole, what is the kind of purpose thing? What, Why are we here? What are we here to do? And how do we determine our success based on a, a bigger overarching purpose for our lives? And something that I've come across lately has been this Japanese philosophy of leaving things better than the way that you found them. And I think that that's kind of becoming my overarching philosophy for life is just to leave this place slightly better than it was when I got here. And that can be in a really small way. It doesn't have to be leaving a mark on history or something like that. I think that sometimes I get myself wrapped up about, Oh, I have to have this huge impact, but really leaving the world in a slightly better way would be, you know, someone you bump into someone at the supermarket and they drop all their stuff instead of like being like idiot, watch out. Maybe you take some responsibility for that and you help them pick up some of their stuff and you help walk it to their car something like that. Something really small, but just being a good person trying to, you know, live by a high moral standard and to, every person that you meet impact them in a positive way and just focus on that. And success is doing that, being a good person, being nice to the people that you meet and making their life slightly better than it was before they met you. And that really just being a way to be happy long term. because if you're trying to base your happiness on a certain level of success or a certain level of influence or a certain level of notoriety, well, you're always going to be a little bit sad to be honest, because not everyone's always going to like what you're saying or like what you're doing and people are going to make that known. And so some people may say, oh, you're the best things in sliced bread, but there's going to be an equally large group, or maybe not equally large, but still an existing group that says, you know, what you're doing sucks, and I don't want to listen to it. And if you care about either side, well, then your life's going to spiral, and you're not really going to have control over it. And the whole purpose of starting a business and being an entrepreneur is to have some semblance of control in your life and in your destiny and in your emotional states, so if you're focused on the criticism or the praise, then you're pretty much shackled to other people and their opinions on your life as being the actual thing that you base your happiness on, which is too fluctu It just fluctuates too much to actually base your long-term happiness on it. So what I've started to realize is that my new philosophy is just trying to make people's lives slightly better than they were before they met me and to make these situations that I'm in slightly more pleasant than they were before I arrived in them. And that's really all that I'm trying to do. And so I hope that that, kind of sheds a light on it in some sense, is to summarize this and to kind of wrap it up here, I would say, number one, focusing on something that you're truly passionate about and being persistent and keep getting better at that one thing, focusing on it and trying to master a craft, not get a result, but master a craft. And therefore it has to be something that you enjoy. So passion has to come into it. And passion can be a difficult thing to tie down and understand. But I, I would say, and something this is, said in the book grit passion is not a moment it's not this thing that one day you wake up and or you have this action and then all of a sudden you know what you're going to do for the rest of your life that's really not true at all passion comes from working on something selecting something that you have some proficiency in and focusing on it and as you grow better and better at it then you become more and more passionate and a great example of this is i was actually not very good at soccer until i was about 13 years old and then around 13 i started to pull away from the pack and at that point I started to realize, okay, soccer is something I'm really passionate about. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pursue this full time. I quit basketball, I quit football, and I just focused on soccer, and it paid dividends. I ended up getting a Division One scholarship and playing in Division One soccer, and it really came down to focusing on it from 13 to 18. But the thing was, I wasn't really passionate about soccer. I actually liked football and basketball a little bit more, but I realized that I had a proficiency at soccer and that I should focus on that. And much to the chagrin of a lot of people I played sports with in, another, in the other sports, but you know, you have to focus and have that passion and persistence to move forward, and that's really what it's about. So that's number one would be to focus in one area and persist in it. Number two would be to diminish your the amount of time you spend thinking about you in every situation in general, but then also in conversation. How little can you think about you and how much can you think about the person you're talking to or interacting with? And that leads you to the ability to see your life objectively and to not wrap yourself up in some fixed perception of yourself that if you make a mistake, then therefore you are bad. Instead of thinking that we are always in flux and that if we make a mistake, it's just a temporary time frame. And that as soon as we adjust and learn, then we've corrected a mistake and we're not inherently flawed because of the mistakes that we make. So understanding that we're not a fixed thing and not being too wrapped up in whatever that thing is that we are. So that would be lesson number two. And lesson number three would be to simplify your goals and tasks for happiness. If you wanna be happy, try to focus on something that's intrinsic that you can control. And that to me is just the way that I interact with other people. Am I benefiting other people's lives? Am I making lives better for other people? Am I leaving things better than they were when I got there? Then I found them. So if I come into a situation, when I leave, is it, a better, is it better now because I came? And that's really the only question that I need to ask myself as far as, am I successful and am I happy? If the people around me enjoy when I come in the room, then I feel like I'm doing life well and that I'm successful. Not how many clients do I have, how many buildings do I own, how much money do I make, how mu- what car do I drive? And yeah, that's somewhat cliche at the moment. Most people know that that's not what happiness is, yet we still strive for it. And it's kind of funny because conceptually we understand that that's not going to bring us happiness, yet we still Want to have those things, and it doesn't, it's kind of crazy because we know so well that that maybe isn't the case. But until we start to firmly plant our values on paper or speak them in public, as I'm doing now, it becomes difficult to actually start to live by them. So that's the purpose of this episode is really just to cement this in my mind, and also hopefully to impact people who are currently on the hedonistic treadmill, as Tim Ferriss likes to call it, which is where you're essentially just chasing hedonic things or selfish things. And it is a treadmill. There's a never, it's never ending, right? It's just, and you're never moving forward either. You're just continuing to sprint in place. And that's something that I did for quite a while and am stopping now and something that I'm struggling with, but overcoming ultimately. And I encourage other people to, to look at things in a similar way. So I hope that this is helpful. Number one, to persist, number two, to diminish your focus on yourself, and number three, to simplify your view on life and to focus on happiness and to bettering other people's lives. So that's really what this episode is. I hope this is helpful. I'm trying to give you guys a window into my mind on a daily basis because I can't really talk about other things that I'm not experiencing. If I'm not experiencing it, that I don't really have a right to talk about it. But if I'm talking about my personal experiences, then I can feel like I can get deeper and farther with the concept. So I hope that this is helpful and I'm going to continue to do these, I think these are going to come out Mondays and the Friday episodes are going to be with guests. So looking forward to the next Friday, not this one, but the one after we should be releasing an episode with Michael Blanc. So that'll be a lot of fun. And I hope that you guys stay tuned for that. And I'll be sending the links out on social media and everywhere else that you find podcasts. So stay tuned and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. I hope that you guys enjoy the episode and have a great day.